Access All Areas on FUBAR Radio. Hello, good evening. Welcome to Access All Areas. I'm Stephen Lang. And I'm Bobby Norris. How are you, babes? Yeah, I'm good. Thank you, Steve. I feel like the sun brings out a little bit of positivity. Oh, yeah. I mean, with the sun is out, the lockdown's coming to an end, feeling yeah. excited. You've been back at the gym. Yeah, oh, I feel so good for being able to get into the gym. I mean, the world and his dog had the same idea. <laughs> I've never seen the gym so busy. But to be fair, if everyone's feeling how I felt in that third lockdown, I think everyone just wants to be able to, A, feel like they're out and about doing a little bit of mm. fitness and it's always for me my head so whilst I'm training it's so good um my body every muscle and every fiber is feeling my workout from yesterday but I'm, I'm taking that because I ain't felt that for a long time yeah that's good I mean that's a positive thing right absolutely yeah and uh yeah just just nice to know that it's there as well and I, I think like we've said that the light is at the end of the tunnel now mm. we, we've had that opening I see that Everyone's in the shops again. And yep. um, the, the bars with outside gardens have opened a little bit. Yep, indeed. That was where I was my, on the first night. And how was it? Tell me. It was really good. I was actually, um, I, I was pleasantly surprised. I mean, I was with a group of people who were up for it and wanted to go out. Do you know what I mean? If we had a friend who was a bit nervous or something, that might have been a different story. Um, yeah, I mean, ended up drinking far too much not, not forgetting it was a Monday evening <laughs> and not a Friday night um, and uh, and just uh, making the most of it, really. I think, yeah, like that feeling that hopefully if everything goes OK, fingers crossed, we won't have to ever have that feeling again because we won't have another lockdown. <laughs> yeah. That's what we have to hope, isn't it? And what was your atmosphere like when, when you was out? Is everyone just really happy to, to be allowed to help? Definitely. And also it's kind of the first time you... Well, first time since Christmas, really, I guess, that I've been around loads of people like that. And it was just, it just felt really nice and normal. And I think probably as well, having been vaccinated gives you a slight, uh, what's the word? Like you feel a bit more at ease about the whole thing. I don't know. Have you found that? Because you've always been vaccinated. Yeah, I definitely think, I think from having COVID, that makes me think that I must have built up some antibodies because I was really good in terms of... um, like side effects to the vaccine. I know some mm. people do feel a bit ropey for a couple of days, bar a little bit of an headache and a sore arm, I felt fine. Mm. Um, and I've had, I've had the COVID and I've had my first vaccine. Yeah, it definitely makes me feel a little bit, yeah, more, more, more assured. Yeah. Uh, and I think as well, even if it's people that you don't speak to, and I guess it's the same like when you commute into town and you see familiar faces on a bus or a tube, seeing a few faces that I used to see at the gym, um, it, it, it's just a, a really, it's really hard to put into words, isn't it? But it's just nice to see faces that you've not seen. Um, was everyone really friendly? I mean, everyone was basically just queuing for every <laughs> bit of equipment. Um, but I think the gyms are, are so, and I, I guess the bars and, and the shops are all doing the same from what I've seen in photos. Everyone's completely following what they have to mm. do. And if it means taking that little bit longer to wait for that piece of equipment, and, and I know gyms are very limited to the amount of people. I guess depending on the floor space, it's all worked mm-hmm. out, isn't it? Um, but no, I think as long as everyone's sensible about, uh, sensible about it, which they seem to be, um, mm-hmm. it, it's just nice. And it's a good indication that 
it's paid off for us and that we are heading in the right direction. And actually by everyone doing their bit and staying at home and staying safe, it's allowed us to be where we are today. So 100%. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah just, just feels nice. Um, yeah, like you said, I think getting towards it now, aren't we? And uh, getting towards those final things like being able to go to a theatre or, or a cinema. I mean, it's been such a long time and I think it'd just be really nice. So yeah, all good. Well, all good, all good for us uh, with what's going on. But it has actually been a bit of a, a tragic week in the world of celebrity, hasn't it? Yeah, it's been a really, really sad weekend. Um Obviously, we've lost Prince Philip on Friday. It was announced, mm. and um, also the lovely Nikki Graham. Mm. And I think it's—I speak for a lot of people. I think we all really hoped for a, a far better outcome for her. It's just so sad. I was devastated when I heard the news, mm. and it—it's it, just a reminder of what an awful, awful disease it, it really is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I think uh, you, you've, you've interviewed her before, haven't you? I saw on your Instagram, I was lucky enough, she came into the Fubar Studios, I, I, it must have been a couple of years ago now. Um, and yeah, it was, it, she's, she was a, a lovely, warm, kind of funny, very funny girl. Um, and yeah, the, the eating disorder that ended up causing her to, to die at such a young age is just such a tragedy. And, and, and also, you know, it won't have been made any better by the situation we were in in the world, will it? Like, you know, and she wouldn't have been able to get the help that she normally had lead her normal life and have her coping mechanisms. It's really tragic story, I think. Just, just so, so sad. And like you say, that knowing that we were so close to things opening and just getting that little bit closer and it's just heartbreaking i mean at 38 it's just no age to die and mine and nick's paths first crossed i think maybe eight nine years ago and always always just had the best time of her the best laughs such a a funny and a lovely kind-hearted girl um and like you say yeah i i interviewed her back a few months ago, I did a Get Gobby with Bobby with a, on my Instagram and then also for New Magazine. And I think like everyone, she was just trying to just trying to see the light at the end of the tunnel. And mm-hmm. we, we was all just in that same boat, but was lovely to, to have that laugh and that escape and catch up with each other and um, talk about things. But faults obviously with friends and family at this sad time 100 percent, yeah it's um it's a really really tragic story and uh uh yeah if if you're suffering with any of those problems get get help get as much help as you can speak to as many people as you can it's a it's a horrible horrible uh disease and you know yeah like you said gone far too soon um that, and, and and you mentioned actually Prince Philip as well. That was obviously very big news uh, this weekend. Probably, I think probably fair to say, <laughs> not a total shock, seeing as he was very very old. But he um, ninety nine. He had a, 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 good innings, as yeah. my, as my grandma would say. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, he it was. Um, what did you make of that? Did you see the thing about how there was a hundred thousand complaints to the to the BBC? 
about the coverage. I mean, it's actually quite interesting. I, I assumed people would want to see more of it because most people love the Royals, don't they? But seems to not be the case. Yeah, and I saw that Channel 4 had put out a statement to defend that they were still going to air Gogglebox mm-hmm. and the, the Circle final. Um, yeah, I, I really was shocked to hear that 100,000 people had complained that their, their TV programming had been changed due to it. Um, I, just, I think something as huge as that, whether it, it's the biggest of shocks or not due to someone's age, I would say it's obviously always sad when someone dies. But I think when it's royal family, it's kind of... Um, I, I think it's almost expected that things mm. are going to be pulled from the scheduling mm-hmm. um, because there's so much to cover. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's it definitely, definitely interesting. And I think as well, with the way regulations still are, I think it's still kind of, there's still only 30 people allowed at funerals. So yeah. what that will mean for his funeral and how, how that will have impacted compared to what it would have been in... I hate to say the word normal times, but mm. I, I, I don't know if we're going to see what we saw, for instance, in Diana's funeral, like the streets. Well, they've asked, I, I've uh, been writing about this at work, so I know a little bit. Um, they, um, they've asked for people to not turn up because, you know, they've asked people not to lay flowers as well, uh, which they, people have been doing at the palaces, uh, Windsor and Buckingham Palace, uh, Windsor Castle and Buckingham Palace. And, uh, yeah, so the, so Harry's flown back from the US without Meghan. Um, obviously, she's fairly heavily pregnant, I think. So um, not a good idea to be flying in a pandemic while you're pregnant, I, I would assume. Um, yeah, and then it's basically just going to be close family. Um, and I think his private secretary has worked for, with him for decades. And yeah, they're keeping to all the COVID restrictions. So um I'm assuming it's going to be televised in some form, but I don't actually know the details on that. Um, so I yeah, saw so... regarding Harry, I saw there was some kind of um, backlash online to the statement that him and Meghan had put out on social media. Did you see that? Yeah, the, 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 they changed their website, didn't they? But it was quite a short statement um, about his grandpa. I think people were surprised that it was quite, it seemed quite curt, like as if they'd he'd upset them or something but that's obviously not the case and and harry afterwards then re- uh, released a statement saying that his grandfather was the king of banter or something i was like blimey so it sounds like he's on towie what's going on here <laughs> full of bands um yeah i mean so yeah it's going to be interesting and and obviously it is really sad for the queen i mean i, I They've married 73 years so it's longer than pe- some people even lived you know what i mean and they've been with each other all that time and yeah, it's it's a it's a it would be must be very hard for her, but there was actually was some good news this week. I did, we've spoken about her um, a, a fair bit. Kate Garraway um, uh, was lucky enough to have her husband come home um, from hospital after a year um, of being in following him having COVID last year. So that was that was some nice news, wasn't it? Nice to have a little bit of positivity. Absolutely, like. I think a lot of us, uh, our hearts have gone out to Kate because really for a year, because I feel like it almost was the very start of lockdown or around mm. that time, wasn't it? Was, it was, yeah, Derek, literally the beginning. Yeah, and um, bless her heart and obviously having the kids and how she's handled herself and, and still continue to it. I, I just think she's incredible. I, I love mm. Kate and I just think, yeah, 
that any shed of positivity and light we could have got from the weekend, that's amazing. And yeah. uh, glad that Derek's home. Totally, totally agree with you. And uh, yeah, very pleased for her. And I've, I've interviewed her a couple of times and she's always been really lovely. So I'm, I'm very pleased that it's, uh, it's all gone well in the end. Anyway, we have a, uh, a show to get on with. Uh, we, uh, you mentioned the circle earlier, actually, and our first guest is um, Natalia, who won uh, the show. So uh, it'd be great to speak to her. And we also have uh, Mary from Selling Sunset, who's been on the show before. Um, uh, so it'd be great to speak to her. And then last week, I did a little uh, pre-recorded interview with uh, Christine McGuinness. And um, yeah, it'll be, uh, we'll play that out at the end. Um, but we our, our first guest, Natalia, is here. So let's get her in. Fab. Hello, babe. Can you hear us? Yes, I can hear you. Great. You've got a lot of balloons there. Have you been, have you been partying? <laughs> Celebrating. <laughs> Congratulations. How are you feeling Thank after winning? It's just overwhelming, isn't it? It's a bit of a mad one. Because this isn't normal for me. I'm like a military <laughs> block rat. And this is just weird. It's really weird. <laughs> Why the circle? Why why did you want to do it in the first place? Because it's it's still a show that's kind of on the up a bit, isn't it? Yeah, so actually I was asked to do it when I was deployed on tour the previous year in Tim's season. Um, they asked me to fly back and interview and I couldn't because I was away. I don't think my bosses would have <laughs> seen kindly to that. Um, and then when they asked me again this year, I just thought, do you know what? It's locked down. I'm a bit bored. Why not? Um, and I just had this idea in my head. I just thought, right as a guy it'd just be so much easier and when I went in I was like this isn't easy this isn't as I thought it would be um I really struggled because I just thought I could play this kind of macho big bullshit dude with no feelings and you can't do that you have to have some flesh and like a personality around you so when I started to bring a bit more of me into it that's when I kind of made friends and I was like hey you know guys can be cool and emotional as well we're not all like tough soldiers so I kind of it kind of changed my own thinking as well um it was a big lesson to myself but yeah I kind of did a lot of things on there that I'm I cringed watching myself I was like oh I don't want to see that I just (laughs) did you know from your audition that you was always going to kind of be the catfish or was there ever a, a moment that you wanted to be yourself no it was always going to be the catfish um it's also kind of that layer as well to protect me in case I had any kind of um people didn't like me or anything it was just kind of that little bubble that I could hide behind so if Felix wasn't liked it's not me it's him but then when Felix really got liked at the end I was like oh god they really like him and they're gonna hate me (laughs) the double-edged sword yeah damn it (laughs) yeah you mentioned things that made you cringe watching them back. What were they? I'm going to just to cringe you out more and make you relive them <laughs> yeah. on the radio. <laughs> um, my uh, need a cold shower chats with Manrika. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, so, yeah. So explain a bit about the Manrika thing, because it is like one of the most interesting things that kind of happened on the show, really, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, like the the whole love story. Um, I kind so of did you. Yeah. Did you decide to do that or was it? I, it's a bit of a comp I don't know how it works in your head <laughs> oh Gemma was going to be my girlfriend if you saw I came in I was like right I've got Gemma here but um after we played that first game and Marika spoke to me I was like oh my god I've actually boxed myself in here now there's two girls that I've spoken to in one day and you know this flirty Felix character just 
I just got carried away. You know, when a guy's just talking to a woman and they don't even mean to keep going. And by the end, they're like going on a date and getting married and having babies. <laughs> that's what I started doing. I was like, oh God, yeah, I'm, I really got carried away. And that's the one thing I regret. I wish I kind of could step back and reassess and reevaluate. But by the end, that was the only way I could have got through because as soon as I start saying, whoa, can we slow down? That's when people would probably start doubting me. Um, so I kind of box myself on a corner there, but yeah, <laughs> we live so, and we learn. So a showman's wasn't always on the cards the day you went in need. It think right, what I'm going to do it is. No, I was just going to be this cheeky, chappy flirt with everyone, be best mates with everyone, and you didn't see kind of more of the really lovely chats I had with Dart, with Andy. I had really nice relationships with them, but they were quite boring. We talked about like love and feelings so they probably didn't make the cut because <laughs> who wants to watch that I mean I'm sure it's interesting <laughs> to watch me and Manrika flirt oh. <laughs> and how have things been after the show it's been emotional because obviously watching it with you guys seven months later we've had to sit and think and live on it and it's been like but we've all had each other we've got this whatsapp group and we all speak to each other so it's nice we've had each other's backs which is probably the best thing out of it we've made friends for life so um I kind of wish it was live though because I don't think anyone wants to sit there and watch themselves on tv and also watch the twitter reactions but I guess mm. you know because you do it but I don't know how you do it, it, it never again this is it <laughs> I'm going back to work <laughs> and, and how have work been about it what's the response from work been they've been quite relaxed actually they I think they can see it as a positive way for me to kind of you know boost the army's image and hopefully I can do some good stuff with it I've had so many like young girls in my dms being like I want to join the army and it's just really sweet oh. to see. yeah that's the good stuff that's kind of the stuff I wanted from it and what's the bad stuff then if there's been good stuff was that is that, is that being like the twitter reaction and, and if you had um, any kind of that at the start it, it wasn't good twitter reaction because I'm quite nervous and scared I'm not a natural actress so I was very robotic inside the circle so once I kind of relax and calm down a bit I think people warm to me but at the start they're like who is this robot killer Russian machine and I was like whoa <laughs> <laughs> did it hurt your feelings um yeah there was stuff and I think especially seeing like the stuff Manrika got and everyone else we all kind of kind of like came together and thought this is just so wrong because we're all we are all watching it this isn't live we're here alongside you guys watching what you're saying so it, it was quite hard but I was quite lucky in that sense that I didn't see the worst of I think what some people got um but you know we did that little campaign on um Instagram uh and hopefully we can just raise more awareness about kind of mental health and trolling. Oh, what was that I don't know what that is think before you post um the kind of Instagram video that we all posted oh okay yeah Shabazz and Joey kind of came up with the idea and we all kind of came together and um, just thought, why not talk about it? Mm. I mean, I'm not in the spotlight and I won't be, but for the others who whose job it is and who, you know, live and work through social media, I can't imagine how it feels every day to just see people have an opinion about you so intensely, like they're so invested. But what they don't see is what you're showing on screen isn't what you're actually like. You're in, in essence, you're acting, aren't you? So, I mean, it's not normal to be filmed 24-7 and be talking to yourself like that. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously, but when you went into the circle, you had already come out of 
or had already started a lockdown. Yeah. Do you think, in a weird way, obviously, I'm not comparing the two because obviously lockdown it's it's a panny day and it's a, there's a global good global situation going on it. But do you think by being in a lockdown at home prepared you a little bit for going into the circle and isolating? Um, a hundred percent, because obviously we isolated before we went onto the show as well, and I loved it. I loved having no social media, just all the food you wanted, all the time <laughs> in the world. Like I, I really enjoyed it in there. Like I read so many books. I built dinosaurs. Like drew Nana Dot. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> <laughs> but then, and then at the end of it all, of course, you you won, and you've and there's a big, nice big cash prize at the end of that. What are you planning on doing with that with that um, money? Do you have any plans? Always, it was always a boring answer. Like I said, I'm going to get a house and then give some to my family. So, yeah. But I am 30 years old. Like, I wish I could just go to Selfridges and go, right, I'm going to buy this stupid water fountain. But no, I'm, I'm going to be flexible. <laughs> you'll you'll, you'll thank good. yourself in the future, yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, bless you. Well, I'm, I'm glad. I think it, it's so lovely that you, you've, like you say, you've, used your, your profession and shone a light on the military as well yeah I think people expect us to be so different to what we are but I'm so girly like I'm just like everyone else and you know there is probably a bit of a stigma attached to it how females and males are seen but we're all exactly the same we get treated the same now um but I just I think I wanted to prove a point I was like behind this perfect catfish the real driving force was me and I was like I did prove that point, you know, it was it was my personality kind of that one in the end. Okay, his six pack probably helped, but <laughs> I like to think Always. It, you know. Do you think that having um a catfish role on the show gives an advantage when it comes to kind of getting to the final? Do you think having a, a per- persona to hide behind is an advantage rather than being yourself? Uh, there's pros and cons I think if you have a catfish you can always you're protected because if they meet you and they're like we hate you you're like that wasn't me that was a lie but if you're not liked and you're playing yourself that can be quite difficult so if you're playing yourself I think you have to be a bit more careful because that I don't understand why though because we're all playing a game whether you're playing yourself or a catfish but I think people look at it a bit differently if you're playing yourself and playing a game which I don't think is right I think if you have that catfish barrier then perhaps you can get away with a bit more. I don't know. And the people that played themselves since speaking, and I'm guessing in like your WhatsApp group, do they do they say the same kind of thing? Have they taken it a little bit harder? I guess because online reaction is you're going to take that yeah. more personally because it's waltz and all, isn't it? You put yourself... No, no I think so, yeah. Yeah, and people honestly look at you and think, oh, that's what they're really like. But, you know, we were all acting and playing a game and we were all being strategic and since coming out we actually don't really speak about that we speak about more like mushy family stuff and how everyone's getting on and it's, it's just nice oh. to build those bonds I know Andy's my bestie blessing he's just a top guy what's what's kind of the plan for you now then you you said you you just want to go back to your normal life yeah I want, I want to stay in the army no I actually really I love the military and I'm on Easter leave at the minute so I've got this week to do like all these cool things and then I'll just go back to the real world afterwards um, so no plans for another another reality show or anything like that. We're not going to see you on Strictly. No, no I can't. <laughs> I mean, I do SAS who dares wins, but I don't think they'd pick me. Um, you kind of have to be SAS trained. So, but you know, we'll see. <laughs> so basically, 
Yeah, basically, if the right opportunity came up, you'd be interested in yeah, doing a bit more. It's the right thing, yeah. Um, and what? How are you feeling more generally about the world at the moment? Obviously, we we've just having a discussion before you uh, before you came in about the lockdown coming to an end and all and all that kind of stuff. Like, how are you feeling about things like that? Weirdly anxious. I've become used to using COVID as an excuse not to see people. <laughs> like, I'm going to miss that. Like, sorry, I can't see pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's weird because I've mi- I don't really interact with anyone. I live in such an isolated place um, that it's going to be weird communicating with people and going out I've loved being a hermit really Um, yeah so when it everything opened up on Monday I just stayed in (laughs) I'm just gonna wait till (laughs) everything dies down and then kind of slowly get back out being a hermit sorry sorry but I was just gonna say I think I've heard a lot of people say the same I think there is a lot of anxiety about people kind of being scared of life going back to what it was pre-covid and pandemic because it's just we're so conditioned now to, to the lockdowns in this way of life mm-hmm. that I think a lot of people are terrified to, to just be a big group of people. It's been a year as well, you know, it's been a long time of this. So, yeah. Yeah, it's scary. I just think we all just need to kind of, kind of comfort each other and understand there's no pressures to go and do these things. I think people get FOMO. They look at it and think, oh, if I don't do it, I'll be missing out. But it's cool. Hopefully life goes back to normal. And we can all just chill for a bit. Have you been recognised? Because no, obviously, like, I'm a real life catfish. I will <laughs> and sweat. I only dressed up for this. Like, I, it's taken me so long to have a shower. I've got no cold water. I have to. Fit, I had to fill up the bath with like pans. Oh, I washed my hair. I was like, I'm gonna. Why? Why? Why have you not got any water? Military camp sometimes. Oh my god. <laughs> not always it's just it's just been a bad week um <laughs> but yeah no not a single person has recognized me which is quite nice yeah real life catfish here <laughs> i guess as well when you've got if you're out and about and you've got a face mask on it's yeah. like you can only see a little yeah, bit of your exactly. face anyway yeah yeah <laughs> so oh, it's uh, funny that you guys have all managed to like you say having that experience with each other you probably will be friends for life because the yeah. moments that you've shared, even and the ones that we don't see on TV, because obviously so much gets edited out when you're in there for 24 hours a day, are moments and it's an experience like a once in a lifetime. So that's lovely. Mm-hmm. Something nice to come out of COVID for you guys. Mm. Yeah, 100%. I think if it wasn't for COVID, I don't know how we would have done it. People would have probably been working. It was nice that we all had that time off to kind of do it as well. Um, so yeah I'm very grateful for the circle I mean I never thought I'd get into the final you could see in my face I was like are you sure like <laughs> how my plan worked but yeah it's it's just been a whirlwind experience what advice would you give for anyone who was going to do the circle for the next series don't be yourself <laughs> the last thing you should be <laughs> um just fake it I mean fake it till you make it like I have very zip 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 I have very little confidence so I had to really like channel that kind of inner you know you're a bad bitch you've got this and it took me a while but you know just pretend and the more you smile and pretend you're you know you've got it then people start to believe it just keep and it worked yeah it worked for every zoom <laughs> I dressed up to the nines I was like this is me you know I out of the uniform and they're like yeah I'm like yeah it's fine that's and this is what I always look like but it, it's fun just have fun with it I mean, go to the interviews, dress up, just be who you want. I think they're not looking for anything specific. It's just if you kind of fit, um, you know, we all have to, as a cast, I guess, mould with each other. You know, when Felix went in, it was ideal that there was like three single girls there. 
probably if I went in last season, everyone would have been like, go away, <laughs> go away. So it just depends if your catfish persona works. And then also know that once you're in the circle, you can change it. Don't do what I do and just stick yourself in a corner. You can, I'm sure you can <laughs> mold yourself around and make other relations. But I kind of, in hindsight, wish I went as a more average looking guy because then I would have had a different experience. But, oh well. I mean, I've won, so... Exactly. It's, you yeah. have got a better outcome, though. You've yeah. had a lovely experience and you've got the Kaldar cash. Win-win. <laughs> uh, well, thank you so much for joining us this evening, Charlie. Really appreciate it. And, thank uh, you. Good luck with whatever you do next. Gives me an excuse to dress up. Yeah, you're looking gorgeous, so... <laughs> darling, babes. Stay safe, won't you? Thank, thank you. Take care, darling. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, lover. Oh yeah, what what I mean, yeah, it's a funny old show, the circle, isn't it? And I think, um, yeah, good for her. Glad it all went. Glad it all went well. And then a hundred k at the end. What what's not to love? I mean, she's had worse years, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, <clears throat> selling sunsets, Mary is here, so uh, let's get her in. We love a bit of Mary. Mary. Hey, how are you? It's uh, it's so good to see you again. Uh, how how are things over in America? Pretty good. Yeah, just uh, really busy. Um, Romain and I just got back from the Bahamas, so that was nice. Oh, and nice. right now, I actually, I'm watching Amanda's, yeah, Amanda, I'm watching Amanda's kids for her because she is in uh, Istanbul seeing her man. Oh, nice. Wow. I mean, no complaints there. I mean, I haven't been abroad since 2019, so I'm, I'm furiously jealous. <laughs> and neither of us have a man. I, yeah. I know. With Zell for either at the minute, a man or the other day. <laughs> oh, he's a cutie too. Yeah. Netflix have announced yeah. they've renewed series four and five of Selling Sunset. What can you tell yeah. us, Mary? Have you started filming season four? Uh, we, so we are pretty much, we are in production. Yeah. So, so we're, how's that all uh, going filming with COVID regulations? Is it a little bit different to obviously season three? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So there's, there's some other, uh, we, we just have, there's protocols that, that we have to follow through. Things are more strict, but that's, it's okay. We're, we're still getting everything Yeah. Cause done. I don't know what the, what the, issue, what the thing is in America. Do you all have to wear masks? Do you still have to keep distance and stuff and do all of those things while you're showing people around houses? I don't know what the, what the deal yeah. is. Yeah, we do. Um, we get tested all the time, but yeah, we do have to wear masks if we show homes. Um, but that's it's just the way it is. <laughs> At least we can still show homes, right? Yeah. Exactly, and still work, which is the main thing, isn't it? We'll, we'll take wearing uh, the masks if it means we can work. Absolutely, it's been my best year ever. So, um, so yeah, I'm super excited about about just being able to to work so much. Remains working a lot too. A lot of people are remodeling their homes since they're home so much, and then they're moving um, into bigger places since we're home so much, and so. Um, he and I have just been swamped. We barely see each other. So other than, than going on vacation, it was like, I think <laughs> I, I really get you know, like a month. Um, he was down in Orange County getting, um, getting that office all taken care of. And then, um, and then he's just been running all over and, and I've been all over the place with new listings. So I mean, it could be worse. <laughs> yeah. It's actually <laughs> been a real time of, 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 people looking at their living situations. So I guess it's a great time to be in real estate. 
Absolutely. With interest rates being so low and, and people wanting to move out of condos into single family homes, because no, you can't use any of the amenities. So why mm. pay HOA fees? Uh, so a lot of people are, um, are moving into single family homes to have office space. Kids are at home um, doing Zoom school. And yeah. so people just need, you know, office space, more room for the kids, outdoor space. So I'm cool with it <laughs> to make me busy. <laughs> Maybe have you seen or noticed, are there more celebs that are trying to list their homes through you guys? Since the huge success of the back of the show, are celebs going, right, help us flog our ass? <laughs> Well, I have a celeb client. I'm listing his home for uh, today. Oh, can you can you give us any any tea, Mary? <laughs> yeah, uh, I think you guys may have heard of him, uh, French Montana. Oh wow! Okay. Oh, wow. Oh. Okay, so Tell he's got his home. Yeah. <laughs> yep, you guys will see it. It'll be probably on my Instagram today because we're listing it. Yeah, literally today. So will he be in the new series or is this privately kind of done separately? I think he, I think he, he probably will. Yeah, he, he's open to it. And how right. much is French asking for his house? Just out of interest, I might put in an offer. <laughs> just a, a mere five million. <laughs> oh, OK. <yeah. laughs> I'll just call my bank manager. Let's yeah, I'll just call that West. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, obviously you've had quite a big break uh, between filming the last series and now working on the new series. What's it been like coming together with everyone again? Um, well, I still haven't really seen uh, some of the people. Uh, so, um, but most, uh, some, of, some of the girls I haven't seen, I just saw Davina the other day briefly. Um, I haven't seen Christine and um, Christelle, Heather, Amanda, Jason, Brett, my husband, obviously. <laughs> uh, I, I see that. Uh, I just saw them a couple of days ago. How will things be with Christine or how have things been in the current season that you're filming? Well, I mean, we're just, I mean, we're, we're in production, but we're just, just like getting started. So, um, so everything's still really new. Um, but Christine, I haven't really talked to her that much. Um, I, I congratulated her on her pregnancy, um, but I haven't really seen her. So last I heard, she was like, like I don't know, saying stuff to press about me, uh, Heather and Chriselle. So it'll be interesting. But um, I'm just going to keep positive and, and you know, just uh, see what happens. I'm sure you guys will be entertained. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for it. Does it upset you, though, when you hear about these things? You know, people have said things yeah. like this. Absolutely, it does. Um, I just don't get it. I keep trying to be nice. I don't get it. And so I'm just kind of trying to keep the peace for now. And I'll talk to her about it when I have to. But uh, sh but she knows I congratulated her. I have proof of it. But <laughs> I mean, but I'm not gonna see. I don't know why. I, I don't know why she she says stuff sometimes. But well, I guess we'll deal with it soon enough. That's the joy of being in a reality show. You're going to have to confront it. <laughs> Whether or not you want to, Bob knows know. about this. I don't have any on it. <laughs> Whether I want to or not, I'm going to have to. And I'm, I'm trying really hard not to, but... And nine times out of ten, it's I'm not. But uh, they're the ones that you know damn well they're coming. <laughs>
No, there was some, there was some, there was some rumours maybe that um, that your your son was going to join the show. Is that is that something that's going to happen? Really? Yeah, I, I, uh, I think I read somewhere online. He's not joining the show, but, but he might um, he might make up sure some more appearances. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure because he he lives out here now, and I see him a lot, and so um, yeah, I'm sure I'm sure production would want and fans would want to see a little bit more of him and and about our relationship. So I think he'd be open to it. And in terms yeah, of cast, did a, um, a, what was it? Oh, okay. They're gonna kill me. Okay, magazine. I think um, oh, okay. uh, we were just in that, and he did a um, a big spread with me in that magazine. Oh, great! Yeah. In, so I think he's, he's getting of, more open to it. Oh, I think it'd be lovely, and people would love to see him on the show. I'm sure. Yeah, I think so. I mean, when it follows along with our lives um i think people you, people wonder what's really going on and, and what our relationship is like and so i think people would be very interested in that and how have you i mean have you been working all throughout the the pandemic or have you had, had any downtime at all kind of thing oh i think mary's frozen hello not really uh any downtime oh there was one week um oh is, are, are we getting you're here you're you're here now. You're here now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah so uh, I had one week at the beginning of COVID where uh, we were in full lockdown, so we weren't working. And then uh, I had the week off when we went to the Bahamas, but I was still working from there. But otherwise, I've been slammed. You Americans, I mean, I don't know how you do it. You just, uh, all, all my American friends, they're just constantly working. No. Is, is it? interesting job that you do isn't it so yeah but you know the good thing about our job is is we kind of choose our schedule so um, well in all in all honesty our clients choose our schedule but because uh, we go around their schedule but um but we do have a little bit more flexibility to to structure things the way we need mm -hmm. uh, but yeah we we pretty much work non-stop and like from first thing in the morning until well into the night until uh, one o'clock in the evening I, <laughs> yeah I, I do because um i've got clients in london and and in the uk one in dubai um one in greece and so i have to be on their time schedule too so yeah so wow. we, very long days yeah in terms of the pandemic mary has it taught you anything over the last 12 months um I think is things we take for granted, um, being just being able to go socialize and those small things, going to the movies, um, mm -hmm. just doing some of these small things that I think we just we just get used to it and and take it for granted. Then once it's all been taken away from us, and and we can't do any of it, you're like, I just want to go out to eat. I just <laughs> want to like you know go to the movies. I just want to go to the gym, and and I don't even like going to the gym, and <laughs> and and. So it's like those small things that you're just like, please let me do it. Um, so yeah, I think I think after this, just being able to socialize and being being around people, having a big group without 
everybody having to get COVID tested first. Um, Cause I, I know a lot of people give us a bunch of shit on, on social media about um, do, do celebrities and, and, and the wealthy people not get COVID and stuff. And I'm like, Oh guys, come on. We, we get tested and we literally get tested before we walk in the door. And until you get a negative test, you can't come in. Yeah. I've had COVID and so I can't even get it like anymore, but or not really, but we still all get tested. Mm-hmm. So um, I mean, we're, we're safe about it, but being able to do stuff like that without having to worry about, about it, without having to wear masks, without filling out all the forms every single time we show a property that takes forever. Um, it, that, that'll, that'll be amazing. Can't wait. That day, that day is coming. The day is coming soon. We are not far <laughs> off, I'm, I'm sure. I know. I heard that every uh, vaccinations uh, just got opened up to everybody now. Um, I think as of yesterday. Wow, so, that's um, awesome. In Amazing. LA. So yeah, I think everybody's going to go get them. Well, Bob here has actually been doing giving vaccinations out. He's trained as a vaccinator. Uh, oh, no way. In the pandemic, yeah. So. Yeah, well, I trained. Oh, God, that's the- amazing. In this third lockdown, yeah, I've trained and I've been doing them. So um, just to keep busy and, and help, I have a lot more time on my hands in between filming. So yeah, and uh, been quite emotional. But now maybe I'll have to come out to LA and uh, help out, help out there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> come give them to all of us. Yeah, definitely, Mary. <laughs> uh, well, Mary, thanks so much for speaking to us um, again. It's it's great to have you on the show and um, come back anytime. You're more than welcome. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Thank you. Have a, have a good day. Bye, babes. Okay. Bye. 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 Oh, I definitely love me, right? Yeah, I need to. I need to get. It's made me want to rewatch Selling Sunset. Uh, now, now I've spoken to her. Um, yeah, what, what, what? Great girl, and uh, nice, to, nice to hear things about to normal. I mean, they're going on holiday for Christ's sake. <laughs> yeah, but it's, um, it, it shows you, doesn't it, how, how different parts of mm. um, the world are so different. Well, even different parts of the UK. Like I was speaking to one of my friends whose partner's from Scotland, and although their hairdressers have been allowed to open, I don't think their gym's open for another week. So it just shows you that mm. everywhere's just doing their own thing and on their own timeline. So, yeah. But, we're all leading in the right direction. We certainly are. Um, yeah, all, all good stuff. Um, well, up next, uh, we have um, the, the interview I did with uh, Christine McGuinness last week. So uh, let's check that out. Hi, Christine. How are you? Hi, I'm good. Thank you. You are looking incredibly glam. What, what room are you in there? Well, yeah, I mean, like most of us, I guess, welcome to my house. <laughs> um, yeah, how have you been? What's, what's been going down? Really good. You know, it's been, well, the whole year, obviously, has been quite a challenge, like it has for most families. Um, but we're coming out of it. Things are looking better. It's, it's been an uphill struggle. Um, I'm not expecting everything to be great overnight once this lockdown is completely lifted, I think. Certainly for our family, it's going to take time and it'll be a gradual process of, of going back into normal life. Um, you know, I've, I've got three children with autism, three amazing children, but they really, really struggle with, with changes. So um, the pandemic really, really highlighted that more than ever. So going back into some kind of normal life for us, it's going to take time. So it must have been it's been quite a circle for you because when the pandemic first struck, then you're taking... Uh, three children with autism who who rely on um, 
a routine out yeah. of that that routine and then get them into the new one and then we're going to come out of it and that's a whole another thing you're going to have to deal with right it's yeah yeah absolutely you know but we we know our children pretty well and we know what works for them we still get it wrong sometimes I'll try and push the boundaries a bit too much um but we know that we just need to be patient we've got to do this slowly you know even just like going back to school um a lot of children just went back to full-time school and uh, for ours, it was a gradual process. They went in for two hours, then they went in for a couple of days, and then they, they went back to doing Monday to Friday. Um, and, and just those little things, those little changes, that really, really helps, just doing it slowly, slowly, doing things at their pace. Yeah, and how, how has that been? Because I guess, did you have to do homeschooling? We did, yeah, of course. We tried, and um, it didn't go too well because I'm not a teacher. Um, <laughs> our children are very black and white, and for them, school is school, and home is home, and mummy mm-hmm. is mummy. Um, you know, so we, we really did try, but it just wasn't suited for our children, and I can't speak for all autistic children, but for ours, as, as much as they're fantastic with technology, the, the better than me at technology, um, they just they couldn't get the head around the the teacher wasn't there in front of them and mm-hmm. um, you know they're only seven my twins are seven and then my youngest is four so they're not used to doing all of their schoolwork on a computer they're used to using a, a pencil and paper and yeah. um, so it was difficult and to try and keep a school routine at home was was pretty much impossible but we made the most of it and you know we enjoyed arts and crafts and we done PE running around the garden. <laughs> and, you know, we done things like that. But thankfully for their education, they're back in school. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think it it with, with kids with autism or just or any any kid struggled. I think with with having to go for and and as you said, most parents aren't teachers, so you're having to try and you're trying to teach them something that you don't understand yourself. So yeah. if they've got a question, it's just a bit of a mess. The whole thing is a bit of a mess. I could I can understand that. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, how has it been for you personally, though, aside from the kids? How have you, how have you found it and how are you feeling about coming out of the... For me, um, it, it's been very isolating, if I'm completely honest, very, very isolating. And I think, you know, it's like that for a lot of parents. Um, I was used to staying at home a lot because I was pretty much a full-time mum anyway for the children. Mm. I just used to enjoy those little couple of hours whilst they were at school. Um, I'd go to the gym quite a lot and really into health and fitness. And that was my me time. And that was my time to de-stress and switch off. And, um, and that completely stopped, you know. But it's just, it's become part of normal life. And it's something that, again, we're all going to have to get used to. And that's going to be different when we do go back to yeah. hair salons and go for lunch and going to the gym. It's not all as it was before. Um, and it, it just just really opens my eyes to the children on how they're dealing with the changes at school you know they're all in bubbles they're not allowed to play with the whole school children you know they've got to stick to a little group and they're coping and they're managing really really well so I suppose for us as adults going back to the gym and you might have to have a time slot or your hairdressers you might be sectioned off it's not normal but if children can cope at school then surely us as adults we're just going to get on with it for now haven't we yeah, I mean, I think most people are just really excited to have the opportunity to go to the gym. If they've got a book a slot, then fine. You know, that's what we've got to do yeah. for now. Um, yeah, I mean, but I can imagine this is going to be a change for, for many people. Now, you've done some um, 
So there's been some research that uh, has been done by McCain that I that I read, um, and it was saying that uh, nine in ten families um, uh, of, that have children with disabilities have noticed like substantial problems during the pandemic. Uh, what how how's that been for you? Basically, what what they're saying is correct, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So um, this all comes part of research with a, a partnership between McCain and Family Fund where um, McCain uh, pledged a million pounds to support 150,000 families raising disabled and seriously ill children to help them come together for meal times. Because as you said, the research showed that nine in 10 families raising disabled children found that the pandemic had had such a negative impact around their meal times. Mm-hmm. Um, and McCain believed that, you know, everyone should enjoy mealtimes together. I believe everyone should enjoy mealtimes together, but it's not always that easy. Mm-hmm. When you've got children with additional needs, mealtimes can be quite challenging. Yeah. Um, for all different reasons, it may be, you know, people may have struggled financially. For us, it was quite simply that the routine had changed so much. Ours with autism do have quite a restricted diet anyway. Um, mm-hmm. the food is all quite beige it's very limited to what they eat the very sensory aware my children which is quite common with autism yeah. so our meal times have always been a challenge but during the pandemic we were almost forced to do meal times every single day together which is something we didn't do before because usually my husband would be off working and you know the children would be at school I might get for lunch with friends and suddenly we're all having this meal time together at home every single day. And it was just completely different for us, but it was something that we grew to love. And it was something that's became a really nice part of our family routine. It's something that we want to continue um, if we can, when my husband's around and he's not working, then, you know, we will try and enjoy our meal times together. So I think it's really, really important. And it's amazing that we came and pledging all this money to Family Fund to help support other families when they're struggling around their meal times too. And it is actually one of those things, I think, that a lot of um, families will miss when things go back to normal. Was that kind of, although it could, of course, be very stressful, there, there is a closeness that, you, that you've been forced to have that people will miss, don't you think? Yeah, definitely. You know, I, I met my husband 15 years ago and we've never had this amount time together because he was always away working and so did yeah. I we always just went off doing our own thing even if he had a whole week off work and he was at home we would never stay in for a whole week together we you know oh, we'd do things, yeah. things. Yeah. yeah so it was quite intense at the time it, it was new for us and you know don't get me wrong I do it's been lovely but I don't want it to stay like that <laughs> <laughs> you know too much of anyone is too much but we're really we've really enjoyed and embraced that extra family time together and I think we've learned quite a lot from that you know that family time is so important and we should make more of an effort to make sure that we're both home together at the same time because because we don't have childcare and our children have got additional needs, we can't just leave them with any babysitter mm-hmm. or a family member or whatever. You know, one of us, the parent, needs to be here. So we did always tend to separate our time and, and go out separately, um, which meant that usually only one of us was at home. But something we've, we've learned over the lockdown is that we really want to try and make sure that the two of us are here together more if we can and um, yeah that's that's what we're taking from it we just want to continue the the positives that we've found in the pandemic 
yeah has it has, how has it been for you and Paddy like like on a relationship level dealing with this it's quite interesting all the interviews I've done in the last year everyone has a different take from it yeah I mean like I said it's been different we've never had this time together before um and it's been lovely as a whole family it's been lovely for the five of us to be together and and we've managed okay we've kept busy we were renovating a house throughout the the whole pandemic. <laughs> um, Good timing. We moved, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we moved house before Christmas. So that was another big change that our children had to deal with. Um, but it kept us busy and it gave us something to do. And, it, and I think it took our mind off everything what was going on, you know, in the outside world. We just tried to focus on getting our family home ready, preparing the children for a big move. And um, yeah, that's how we done it. We just tried to keep busy. We kept moving. We'd exercise in the garden. Obviously, you know, we've had no gym and no equipment at home. Um, and and laughter, laughter helps. Um, you know, luckily I'm married a comedian, so that comes in handy sometimes. <laughs> Would be a bit rubbish if he wasn't funny at home. I mean, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we, we we've tried to make the most of it, um, and we just want to try and keep some kind of balance moving forward. Obviously, he does have to go back to work. He has gone back to work, um, and I will do. I'll do bits as the children get sent back into school, but. We're just trying to get the balance right. You know, it's difficult. It, it must be hard, you know, whatever way you do it, whether you're a stay-at-home mom or you're a full-time working mom, mm-hmm. it's it's difficult. But I think family time together is something that we've we've really seen how important that is and we want to continue that as much as we can. Well, and speaking of that, I saw on your Instagram, you, you saw your mum for the first time in, what was it, six months, eight months, something like that? Eight months, eight months, yeah. How, how yeah. was that? That must have been really nice. It was, it was amazing. And she was a huge part of the children's routine. So normally, like pre-lockdown, my mum would come and stay every weekend. Um, obviously, that couldn't happen over lockdown. And again, that was something the children had to get used to. That's probably been one of the most difficult parts of, you know, just not seeing any friends or family. Mm-hmm. Um, and then with moving house, you know, us, they kept asking, when is Nanny going to come and stay? And um, it was difficult to explain to them. But yeah, she's she's been to visit now everyone's happy and then yeah for the last couple of days all I've heard is when's Nanny coming back <laughs> it's, lovely. That, it's lovely yeah yeah but, and I think again it's one of the that's one of the things that people have really struggled with is that lack of social connection isn't it um so yeah it's yeah. great that you've been able to to get back to it. I think it's actually when I saw that I realized it's actually been well I last saw my mum in August and I you know it just seems so bizarre that that's such a long period of time and I'm almost used to yeah. it in a way now yeah, yeah, we've, you know, we've all missed Christmas with our families, mm-hmm. Mother's Days, birthdays, you know, everyone's lost a lot of special occasions with families, but, you know, at least we're all in the same boat, everyone's had to do it, everyone's had to isolate, and, yeah. you know, it seems to be working, and hopefully we'll all be able to celebrate that a bit more when we do get back together. Fingers crossed. Um, yeah. what, what other exciting things have you got coming up in 2021? Anything you can talk about? Um, I can't say too much, but we are doing a documentary on autism. Um, uh, yes, the, I saw for the BBC. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. So we're hoping that that will be on towards the end of the year. So that's exciting. And, and are you hoping more TV? I know you, you did you did a little bit of reality TV in the past couple of years. How is <laughs> any any more of that in the think? Um, absolutely, absolutely. There's quite a lot in the pipeline. I think you will be seeing a lot more of me. Um, it's exciting times and it's it's really good. And I feel like it's the right time. Um, you know, like I said, getting the balance right. My children are still young, so I need to be at home quite a lot. But then it is very, very important 
to have some adult time as well and for me to get out the house and um, something that TV work gives you is a little bit of glamour that actually isn't in your mum everyday life, you know. Yeah, so of course. Nice, it is. It's lovely. There's lots to look forward to. I'm excited for this year. Are you Are you planning on a holiday, or are you kind of thinking that this year is probably probably not going to happen now? I, I'm not sure. Um, I won't be first on the plane. Put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think a lot of people are actually nervous, like you said, to go back to doing those normal things, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, and um, for us, uh, certainly a family holiday won't be happening. Absolutely not. That just it won't work for the children this year that will be pushing them too much we've only ever had one holiday abroad anyway um and that was just a weekend away and it took a lot of prep to get them ready for that um i think we'll just have to wait and see how it goes if there's still going to be a lot of restrictions in place you know if you've got to wear a mask out and about and on the beach and things then no i'm, I'm gonna stay at home <laughs> yeah i totally understand that um, yeah, well, I mean, yeah, it's, it's exciting to hear that you've got you've got things coming up, and um, definitely looking forward to to seeing some more of you on the TV because uh, you definitely you. You, you you were great in in Housewives, and um, uh, yeah, maybe, maybe maybe we'll get to see some more of that. But anyway, thank you, thank you so much for speaking to us, uh, Christine. Oh, really appreciate thank it. Thank you so much for your time. Yeah, no problem, and uh, and enjoy enjoy the rest of your year. <laughs> uh, cheers. Thank you. Take care. Thanks. Bye. 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 Uh, well, that was Christine. It was it was uh, great to hear her. Oh, I'm gutted I missed your interview with Christine. I love Christine. Yeah, you you've met her a couple of times, haven't you? Yeah, you partied with her. Yeah, we've had some, yeah some lovely old chats, and I've interviewed her a couple of times. No, I love her, and uh, no, great chat. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um... <laughs> Sorry, I didn't know what to say then. Cool. Um, <laughs> move on. <laughs> uh well what what are you up to uh uh in the coming week bob are you back I mean, you, you're you're back doing some filming yeah back doing a little bit of filming um i'm gonna try and book in a haircut because i would love to have it done before christmas <laughs> um as i say i've left everything <laughs> so long <laughs> so yeah if, if i could if i can have hair nice i might try and book in and have a little bit of dinner somewhere yeah if yeah. i can i hear uh, that i hear that how about you, babe? Keeping busy? Uh, pretty much the same. I've got rowing again this weekend, uh, which will which will be nice. I've got it both days the next two weekends, um, which will keep me busy. Um, yeah, and I've got... Um, uh, oh, no, that's actually next week. We'll forget about that bit. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so, yeah, it'll be... It'll just be a nice, quiet one. Get easing myself back into uh, the world... As it were, I say that I'll probably have about twenty pints and feel incredibly right. You know what I mean? I always <laughs> overdo have, it. So. You'll have another champagne Saturday. Yeah, we'll have another champagne <laughs> Saturday. It's due. Um, I want to go to a shop as well. I've not been to a shop yet since they've opened the doors. Uh, yeah, I went and bought some boxes from Sports Direct yesterday. It was very exciting. <laughs> and what was it like in there? Busy. Yes, it was quite busy. Although I didn't have to queue to get in, actually, which was all right. Um, it, but um, yeah, I mean, it was it was just remarkably normal, which was which was very pleasant. So no complaints here. Get to the shop, save that economy. Yeah, put, put a pound, put a couple of pound into the to the kit. He's got the be coffers. Done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Well, uh, that was that was a great one today. Um, thanks show. everyone for listening. Bye, guys. Stay safe. <laughs>